again, beautiful beings, and welcome back to another Expand podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, we are talking all about one of my favorite topics, which is karma. Karma has always been a really big, hot topic for spirituality, and I can see why. It's a very interesting and definitely a full-bodied concept that we can mull over today. Now, of course, I can't get everything I want to into just one podcast about karma, so maybe I'll just kind of start off with the basics. I also want to mention that after my first book release, which is going to be happening in April, just a shout out, just an FYI, I am going to be moving on to my second book almost right away, which is going to be dedicated solely to karma. And this next book will be really taking the concept of karma to the next level. So when I say that there's a lot to talk about, it's at least an entire book's worth of information. But I want to just kind of start with the basics today. And before we deep dive, I also want to remind you that I personally do not do any sort of external research. So if this information resonates with you, then great. But if not, then that is totally okay too. So first of all, let's talk about the definition of karma. In my own definition, I believe that karma is simply an energetic reverberation. So you can think about karma as a boomerang, an energetic boomerang. Every thought, action, and reaction we have creates an energetic ripple effect in the reality around us. So what does this mean? That energetic ripple will eventually hit something in our future and come back around. It's kind of like a droplet in a bucket of water hitting the edge of the bucket and reverberating back towards us. In this case with karma, the energetic reverberation will typically hit something of a similar vibration in our future, and that old vibration will come back around. So say, for example, if you're going grocery shopping and you're afraid that, you know, you have $20, a $20 bill in your pocket, and that's not going to cover the groceries that you have. Turns out that day with that $20 bill, your whole grocery basket is covered and you're good to go. Two weeks later, you go back to the grocery store. This time you have a debit card. And when you go and swipe the debit card, it doesn't work. Maybe insufficient funds. Maybe it's a technical error. But either way, that old energetic reverberation, that thought, that fear that you had inside your mind created the effect in a future later moment. A lot of the time, karma is referenced as a negative thing, and I get that. It's actually in a lot of means and, you know, used as the butt end of a joke in a lot of situations, right? Oh, well, there's his karma or what have you. But karma really isn't just a negative thing. And maybe if you are spiritual and and you use this kind of verbiage, then maybe you've ever thought about good karma. Oh, well, you know, it creates good karma to help out a little old lady across the street. 
Of course, we have to be aware that we don't get trapped into doing things just to create good karma, because that takes away from the essence, the purity of doing the thing for the sake of doing the thing in the moment, if that makes sense. So at its simplest form, karma is an energetic boomerang. It does not discriminate between high vibration or low vibration. It's just a ripple effect. Whatever vibration you're in, in that moment, will ripple back to you eventually. Now, in this way, we need to be very aware of everything that we're doing, everything that we're saying, and beyond just that, everything that we're thinking. This awareness is a key component of spirituality as a whole, but it can also be extremely exhausting. Personally, it's tough for me to be fully focused, fully alert, and fully aware for longer than probably five minutes. And that's me. (laughs) So it can be extremely exhausting and even a daunting process to really be hyper-vigilant and hyper-focused. But what's beautiful about karma is that it is an energetic reverberation. What we can do is create potential karmic outcomes through asking for what we want and setting an intention. So the linear way to go about bringing awareness to every thought, action, and reaction in your reality is to literally do just that. The full awareness all the time, exhaust yourself. The quantum way, the 5D way of going about doing that is setting an intention. So maybe you do this on a per day or per week basis. It's actually better if you do this more frequently than not. And so maybe it's on a Monday that you set your intention for the week. And your intention for this week, for example, is I want to only create high vibrational frequencies from my thoughts, actions, and reactions. When we start to work in a quantum way with a full-fledged intention that wraps around every day, every moment, every thought, action, and reaction, we start to actually naturally align to that. The more that you're hyper-vigilant and focused on every moment from moment to moment, the more rigid and potentially limited you can create your reality to be. Oh, I'm not aligned, or I'm not doing the things, or I wasn't aware. So a lot of blame and judgment when you take that path, if that makes sense. If you choose the quantum path of setting an intention and in a way forgetting about it, then all of a sudden you'll start to recognize that anything in your reality, in that moment, that does not align to the highest frequency, which is unconditional love and support and fluidity or change or whatever that intention is, it will bring your focus to it. Hmm. I don't know why this feels so weird right now. I don't know why I'm just not resonating with this person. I don't know why I feel so tired when I try to do this work. Once you set an intention, there will be a reminder of that intention anytime you do something that doesn't align. So I want to talk about another topic within karma, and there's so much to talk about. Like I mentioned, I'll just kind of give you these little nuggets of information. So we have the ability to clear our own karma instantly from moment to moment 
rather than allowing karma to come back around and clear itself. And this can be applied in such a healthy way to pretty much everything within our reality. All of our traumas, all of our attachments, all of our memories and experiences can be cleared by us. And that's also kind of the equivalent of saying, I'm doing shadow work. That really just means I am choosing consciously to go back in time and to clear the layers or the aspects of myself that I don't want to look at, that I refuse to see. That's the shadow stuff right there. Now, for an average person who has no idea what karma is, doesn't really seem to care about karma or spirituality or energy as a whole, karma is still a thing, whether you believe in it or not. The universe is a cause and effect, truly, truly to its core. So to the average person who has no idea what karma or shadow work is, karma will come back around in their life through really random and shitty experiences. And that's kind of what I call them. It's these things that happen to us absolutely out of the blue, and they're just so random and so shitty, we have no idea why it's happening in our lives. And of course, if we deep dive in that moment, if we really feel the vibration of that experience, there is a good chance that you will be able to consciously remember the initiator of the experience originally. And a lot of us can't, and that's totally okay too. So like I said, whether we're aware of it or not, karma is going to come back around. And a lot of the time when it does come back around, the situation that we get into, all of us, no matter how aware you are, you will get into this. Karma comes back. It's a bad karma. It's a bitch. All right. Karma's a bitch. It comes back around and we end up reacting to the karmic release from the past and through reacting to that random shitty moment that we are not aware of and not aware of the connections, we end up creating a new karmic thread in the future. It's cause and effect. So if you bring cause to the effect, you create another effect in the future. And it's this crazy cycle. It's a crazy loop that we all get into because we are so forgetful. And we rarely, as human beings, make the links between the past, the present, and the future. The more and more we do that, the more and more we collapse linear time as we know it, the easier it is to navigate through karma. Now, if you make a statement to the universe, which is really just you, and you say, I am ready to fully release any and all layers, any and all energies, any and all karma from the past that I need to complete, that is holding me back, right? Because we could complete positive karma. Maybe we don't want to cash out all of our lottery tickets at once. But ultimately, we really want to work on the negative stuff. We really want to work on the limiting beliefs, the attachments, the emotions, the traumas, the, all of that. And when we ask for that, when we ask for that release, it truly does come up. 
So watch out. (laughs) Be careful what you ask for. You've got to be ready when you say that you're ready or you ask for this release. That's really important. And so instead of just allowing life to unfold, karma comes up randomly, we're not in control of it, we can actually take our power back by being fully aware of what we want to release, when we want to release it, and bring awareness around how it's releasing. That awareness in and of itself is so empowering We're taking our power back by choosing when we want to do the work that we're doing. And that's, that's pretty amazing. So like I said, maybe for example, in one week or one month, all of this money stuff is coming up. And every time you expect to get paid, you know, the payment is late Anytime you expect something that you purchase to be $10, it's more than that. You know, there's a lot of money stuff. By the second or third clue or navigation or target into money, we should start asking, what else do I need to release in relation to finances? Or what else do I need to know in relation to finances? And then make a statement. I am ready to release anything and everything else that is no longer serving me in relation to finances. And by doing so, this allows me to have, you know, financial freedom or what have you, right? Whatever your intention is. Likewise, if you start to notice that all of a sudden your friends, your family members, your confidants, you know, the people you really trust in your life, your coworkers, all of a sudden, they're all turning their back on you. (laughs) Maybe that person that you dated last week ghosted you. And all of this stuff is happening all around the same time. That right there should be an indication that there is a lesson that you need to learn, or there is a karma for you to clear. So in that moment, ask yourself, What am I learning right now in this moment with all of these similar situations? And likewise, what am I releasing? And the beautiful thing about releasing is you don't even have to know A, what it is, or B, where it came from in order to just truly release. Releasing and neutralizing karma needs to be done through non-reaction. It's impossible to release an old energetic reverberation if you're currently creating a new energetic reverberation. Does that make sense? We have to be in zero point in order to neutralize and release karma. We can neutralize and release karma through learning the lesson of what you're learning through that experience, because that's all a a reverberation is. is. It's just an experience. I feel this way because I'm experiencing this. I think this way because I'm experiencing this. I perceive this way. I say these things. I meet these people because I'm experiencing things. That's all a reverberation is, is an experience. Once we better understand why we're experiencing these things, good, bad, and ugly, we can let them go. 
Sometimes fully understanding where they've come from in past lifetimes or within our contracts allows us to instantly release them. And likewise, if you can't go into the past and understand why or recognize the lesson that you're learning in the present, the best, fastest, and ultimately easiest way to release karma is to sit with the experience, to sit with the reaction. Just sit in the present moment, scan your physical body, ask yourself where that vibration, where that energy, where that reaction, where that thought, where that emotion sits in your body. And then just observe it. Like, when do we really truly just sit and observe objectively our vibrations? Even I don't do that enough. And that's really what like a monk lifetime or a Buddhist lifetime is all about. It's a dedication to sitting and observing. And in that way, it's a completely neutral life. There's nothing created. There's only clearing. That's why most likely you've done and had those lifetimes before. It's like imagining a vortex. In those Buddhist lifetimes where all you're doing is sitting and observing and day by day emotion and reaction and energy and pain and all of these things come up to you and you continue to hold space for them. You continue to sit and observe them. When you do that, you continue to release that energy and frequency. And so even though the pain in your knee when you're meditating feels the exact same as the pain in your knee yesterday when meditating. It's actually a different layer of the vibrational frequency of the same trauma. You don't need to know why you're releasing it or where it came from. All you need to do is just surrender to the energy that's coming up within you. And that's the best way. So be proactive about the karma in your life. Make a statement to the universe that you're ready to release and definitely don't get freaked out when you start having a lot of symptoms come your way because it is really all a part of that release. You are loved. You are supported. There is so much more that I'd love to talk about like karma uploading or karma looping, (laughs) but I think I'm going to stop it there for now. I want to just introduce this concept of energetic reverberation and let each and every one of you know that you are in charge of your own karma. And with that, you have the ultimate power to be within any frequency you wish to be within, to direct and navigate your future frequencies. That power has always been yours. And with that, beautiful beings of light, I am so excited to announce my book launch happening in April. I don't really know if it's going to be April 1st or April 11th, but it's going to be in April and it's going to be powerful. I'm so excited. Definitely a little bit nervous, you know, my first book, but I know that this information needs to be disseminated to the world. So check it out. And remember, you're not dying, you're just waking up. Until next time, I will see you all 
in the fifth dimension. Bye for now.